What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Desby. I am your host, Des, also known as Desby, and it is your favorite start to the week. Back at it again. It is me. I'm so excited to have you guys back for another episode, and today you're in for a very, very special treat. If you guys haven't already listened to last week's episode or saw my Instagram post from last week, my biggest collaboration ever was announced. And that collaboration is a collaboration of Wyatt planting his seed into my garden. And we are having a child. <laughs> That's so gross. Why did I just call it a seed in a garden? I don't know, but I'm just, I'm so flustered. I cannot believe that I get the opportunity to be a mom. And I get to share that with you guys. So what I'm actually doing this week, and again, if you guys listened to last week's episode, you'll remember I am going to chat with you about the first trimester in the seventh actual fucking layer of hell. So if you guys haven't already, make sure you review this podcast. Give it a five star. Let me know if who out there is pregnant too. Let's create like a fucking pregnancy pact, something like that. Maybe we can all like make sure our kids date each other one day. That would be super culty. Very excited. But without further ado, grab your drink, whatever that is. Please someone drink a mimosa for me, drink a Bloody Mary for me, or drink a tequila sunrise because I am undoing... <laughs> a diet Mountain Dew because I am half hillbilly. Without further ado, let's get into today's episode and talk some shit. Hey guys, <laughs> I am breathing so fucking heavy right now because number one, just an hour ago, I got done with a workout. But number two, this is a symptom of pregnancy and that is shortness of breath. Guys, I never realized that pregnancy causes actual shortness of breath. I thought people were just being a little bit, little bitches, you know, kind of just creating shit, pulling it out of their butt, saying what pregnancy symptoms are, but it's insane. I am only at this point that you're listening, 12, little over 12 weeks pregnant, but I feel like I have gained 900 pounds and I am 35 weeks pregnant. That's literally how I feel. However, let's get into the nitty gritty. I'm, like I said, I'm so excited to share this with you guys. I am so excited, not only because I'm actually pregnant and I'm fucking stoked to be a mom, but I'm also so excited to share it with you guys because no matter what you think, no matter if you want a baby right now, no matter if you are 15 years old, you're 20 years old, you're 50 years old, you are nosy as shit. And I know it because we are humans and we love being nosy. We love to know how it feels and what the emotions are of adopting a kid. We love to watch house flippers and feel the emotion of renovating houses. We love watching life stuff and listening to life stuff to feel empathetic and sympathetic and feel those emotions. And so no matter where you're at right now, it's still interesting to hear about other people's pregnancies and what they go through. So I'm really excited to share this with you guys because I think not only 
can I look back and go, wow, (laughs) I was bitching at 12 weeks, but I can also look back and one day share this with my little sugar and tell them that they made me so fucking sick that I could barely function. I'm so excited. (laughs) So let's start, let's start it at honestly like step number one and that's called the act of having sex and not pulling out or not using a condom okay we know how that works so valentine's day this year wyatt and i (laughs) professed our love per usual you guys should on valentine's day get a little get a little freaky have a little birthday sex party um whatever that looks like for you But let me tell you, Wyatt and I definitely participated in Valentine's Day this year. And after we were done, remind you, I have been, I've been off birth control for over two years. So bitch, this is impressive to not be pregnant for this long. But I will say Wyatt and I know how kids are made and we have always used protection. Um, And if we didn't, we knew because I tracked my period. I kind of knew when my ovulation was and when it wasn't. I've also been on balance by Lani Nutrition for two years, which also gives you high fertility. So I really ensured that we were always, you know, playing it safe. But ever since we got married, we haven't been playing it so safe because number one, we knew that we were ready to be parents when it happened. And number two, we knew that God's timing is always better than ours. And so if if it happens, it happens. So that night... When we had sex, because that's what fucking happens, that's how you get pregnant, we got done, and uh, he mentioned, and again, my ladies, you know how this feels, and maybe you don't, because maybe you don't have sex when you ovulate, but when you ovulate, shit hits different. I mean, wow. Ovulation, sex, like no wonder you get pregnant during ovulation, because everything feels so damn good, so different. It's just, it's interesting how the human body literally prepares for you to be wanting to get pregnant. You know what I mean? So anyway, when we were done having sex, we looked at each other and White goes, were you ovulating? And I said, you know what? A bitch just might've been. I checked my flow app because that's what I use. And two... My surprise, it said it had a high chance to get pregnant. (laughs) And I looked at him and I told him, and he said, well, we might've just made a kid and we gave each other a high five and enjoyed the rest of the night. So that was our day of conception. And I'm really glad that I do track the days that we have sex because when it comes to all the doctor's visits that I have now had to undergo and just all the calls and all the information, they always ask you the last date of your menstrual period or your possible conception date. And so it's really nice to have that information. I'm just going to throw that out there because if you're someone who's not only maybe trying right now, but even not trying, but just tracking things, I would highly suggest to track the days where you have protected and unprotected sex. Um, just throwing that out there. I think that it's very helpful. So we found out, well, had sex. Few day, few months go by. I shouldn't say months, weeks. And I start to gain bloating, you know, start to have a little bit of back pain. My boobs start to feel huge. Um, it's about three, three weeks later and I am very emotional. Um, I lose a grandparent and I just lost it. Like I was just extremely, extremely sad and it was, but it was like more emotion 
than I, I felt like I should have. Um, like it was just, it was crazy. So I'm like, okay, I'm definitely God. I'm so close to starting my period. I just need to start my period. I had brunch with Desby, my event on the Arnold weekend. And I was with Emily and I remember telling her like, I damn near might be pregnant right now. I doubt it. Um, because I don't really feel like it. I just feel very bloated, very hungry, you know, very period symptoms. So a few days pass. I'm about five days late for my period now. I think it's March 11th. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to take a test. I have two extra tests here. Why the fuck not? I've done it before. You know, they're always negative, whatever. So I pee on a stick. I get in the shower. I put it face down in the sink just because like, why not give yourself a little bit of like, oh my God. I'm showering. I'm kind of thinking in my head, am I really pregnant? Cause I had been getting like my laser hair removal. I'd gone to a few doctor's appointments and they asked, you know, the regular, is there a chance you could be pregnant? And I'm like, no, but in my head, I'm like, you know, shit, I should have actually kind of said yes. Cause like, actually, yeah, there was a chance I could be pregnant, but I wasn't used to answering that question. So I'm in the shower. I get out. I flip that stick over and to my motherfucking surprise, it literally says yes plus on it. I gasped so hard, like just taken back, so shocked. I didn't have that initial thought of like, hmm, I have this intuition that I'm pregnant. Like I didn't have that. And so I was Granted, I had been thinking about it a lot, but I can't say that throughout those weeks, I was like, wow, I think I'm pregnant. Like I just was kind of like, wow, it's an actual possibility, but I didn't really think it happened. So I gasped. I was like, oh my, I remember just saying, holy fuck. And I immediately FaceTimed my sister and just had it on, had the FaceTime on the stick. And she was like, hello. And like looked at it and she's like, oh, you're no, you're not. And I flipped it around to me and I just started ugly crying. I mean, I have a towel on, my hair is wet. I look like a naked mole rat and I'm just crying. And she's like, don't be sad. I'm like, I'm just so fucking scared. That's literally what I said. I was just so scared. And she was just like, Des, you're going to be fine. Blah, blah, blah. You know, typical sister talk. She has had a kid. She knows the reaction. She knows how it feels. And so immediately, you know, she gave me a lot of relief. She's like, you're going to be great. It's going to be great. And I just immediately started kind of having anxiety of like, holy shit, my body is going to change. I can't help that. I'm literally going to be a mom. Like my life from this moment going forward is a countdown to just the most craziest thing of my whole life. So I was like, holy mother effer. At this point, Wyatt had just left for Los Angeles for a business convention. So he was gone Tuesday when I found out all the way to Friday. So I had a few days to not only confirm it at like a women's care center, but also to figure out, okay, how am I going to tell him? Because we are both in agreement that at this point in time, we could both surprise each other well, not surprise each other. He can't surprise me, but I can surprise him and we can be like excited, right? We're in a spot where we would love to be parents and it's just a matter of time, right? So time goes by that night. I FaceTime Emily and I told her, I sent her this really cool video. I was like, check-ins today were lit. 
And then at the end, out of my bathing suit, I pulled out the test and she was like, oh my God. Cause I told her I would tell her um, when I did, because we had just talked about it this you know, past weekend and then she left. So I was just so overwhelmed that night. I just kept like looking at my stomach and like at my fucking abs. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, there is, oh my God, there's a kid. Wow, there's a kid in there. So that first week I was uh, five weeks. That Friday I was six weeks. So I was like five weeks in three days. And I visited the women's care center the next morning. They gave me the whole rundown about like, you know, do you want it? Like, are you considering abortion? Blah, blah, blah. I said, absolutely not. I'm so excited. Yada, yada. So came back, pregnancy test positive again. This is now my third test. I'm obviously pregnant. Period has not come. Fast forward and I tell Wyatt, he was shocked. I mean, he just started crying. He was so excited. We told my parents, um, we went that night, Friday night and told my mom and my dad in Michigan. Obviously my sister knew, told my grandma, you know, they were all just shocked. And it was really awesome to share that moment because there's nothing like telling your parents that they're going to be grand grandparents. And my sister has already had my niece. So, you know, they're used to that, but it's cool when your other kid is having a kid too, right? Like it's cool because my mom was like, Oh, I just can't wait for another baby. And, um, they would never pressure me or anything, but they were like super excited for when Wyatt and I came to the point of, you know, having kids. So that was dope. Told them, um, the next week told Wyatt's parents and they were super excited, super happy. I mean, everyone was just so supportive of love and, it wasn't until that next week when I started, you know, telling just immediate family that I started to get a lot of anxiety about a miscarriage. And, you know, right, even to this day right now, you know, knock on wood, prayers to God, anything can truly happen in a pregnancy, anything. I don't care how healthy you are. I don't care if you've had previous pregnancies or anything, or you work out all the time, or you take care of your body and nutrition anything can happen. Um, and so I started to be just overwhelmed because I was only at this point, I was past six weeks now and I couldn't get into a doctor for another like two weeks. And so you just kind of pray that there's something growing inside you. Like it's, it's just the weirdest feeling And if you've been pregnant before, you can probably be like, oh my God, thank you for putting my thoughts into words. And if you haven't been pregnant yet, like just prepare for it. It is, it's a feeling that no one can truly prepare you for, but at least I'm telling you because no one told me that anxiety you get between finding out and you, you want to be excited, but you're almost in denial because you don't feel pregnant. You don't at all. Like my tits were starting to get huge. Obviously my period didn't come. I was extremely bloated. I started to see some mild fatigue, but I also literally cut out all caffeine. Um, Like I wasn't doing any coffee, nothing sounded good to eat. You know, I had some food aversions right away. So like I was just lower energy naturally because I wasn't doing any caffeine, blah, blah, blah. So the the whole pregnancy symptom thing really just mimicked a late, like like a period, but it just hadn't come yet, you know? So you just have to like, imagine that you can feel something. And especially when you're at that point of like six, seven, eight weeks, you're not really like, at least for the most part, you're not really gaining weight. Um, you're not like, there's just not a lot going on. All right. So it was just had, gave me a lot of anxiety. 
And I just want to share that because not a lot, no one I've ever actually seen um, talks about that. So I, I started to become very worried about having a miscarriage. And every time I would go to the bathroom, whether I was taking a nice shit or I was just peeing, I would always check for blood right away. And again, I'm just being vulnerable and honest with you guys because no one even told me this, like not even my sister until I asked her and I was crying one day and I was just like, do you have, did you have anxiety like this? And she was like, yeah, I remember checking each time I wiped, you know, to see if there was like blood. And it is just, again, it's something no one talks about. And so if you're someone who is going through the same thing, you know, you just maybe found out you're pregnant, like right the fuck now, just prepare for that and find ways to ease that stress and just take care of your body and your mind. Because the more then you stress yourself out, the more you do put yourself at risk for then a miscarriage or whatever. So for the most part, you're out, you're, you decrease like 80% after the first 12 weeks. So for the first 12 weeks, I've really just been holding my breath. But after um, week seven, so I was six and I hadn't had any morning sickness or anything yet. Like I said, I just hadn't felt pregnant. I'm like, I told my mom and I'm just like, I'm just, I'm scared. Like, I hope something's in there when I do go. Like, what if it's a spado pregnancy? Like, what if I'm just in my head? What if I'm just stressed and made myself late? And she's like, Des, you've, you've literally taken three pregnancy tests. Like the hormone that pregnancy test test for, you can't like fake that, you know? So I was like, okay, I, I get it. Then week seven hit. And so did morning sickness. I need to take a drink break. You can too, if you want. Totally on brand for me. This episode is not sponsored by Diet Mountain Dew, but that'd be hella cool. So week seven hit, morning sickness came in like a motherfucker. I mean, I, I'm not a thrower upper, like I don't vomit. I don't get sick much. And I have thrown up more in the past five weeks than I have like in my whole existence of 25 years on this planet. I mean, I'm talking every fucking morning, 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. I can count on this little sugar baby to make me throw up. And sometimes it's like gross throw up, like it's legitimate food. Half the time it's just bile or like just, I don't even know what the fuck comes up. And it is just nasty throw up. I mean, it's not your typical like, uh, it is like a deep hurl. I have to fucking bear down on the goddamn ground with my core, just like a dog throwing up on the carpet. Imagine what your dog looks like when they throw up. They're like, that is literally me over the toilet. I literally forget DJing the club. I DJ the fucking toilet every single morning between 8.30 a.m. and 9.30 a.m. It is literally a routine. So morning sickness hit. I started having crazy food aversions. Literally one of the craziest things, I can't drink coffee. How fucking crazy is that? I can't drink coffee. Like what? I drink, what? That's not even fair. Like, even though it kind of sounds good, I can't physically drink it. Wyatt was making coffee one morning and I smelt it. 
from the stairs, walking downstairs, because your heightened sense is also a thing for pregnancy, 100%. I smelt the coffee, ran, ran upstairs and fucking threw up. Like that's literally where I was. So can't drink coffee. Food aversions start coming. The only thing that sounds good is literally Kraft macaroni and cheese or Shell's Velveeta cheese. And that's literally what I lived off of for like a whole week. Nothing but Kraft shells. About once a day, I would eat ton of saltine crackers, ton of wheat thins, literally just carbs, like 90% no protein in, <laughs> in macaroni and cheese. But it's what I had to do. Like, it's just crazy. Your mind switches so fast in pregnancy. So as much as I've tried to keep track of calories and protein and macros, some days I literally just have not. I've tried to still keep track of like my literal intake because I think it's important, you know, when you're pregnant, you're only eating about 300 to 400 extra calories a day. I mean, you do not need to actually eat for two. So I've really tried to keep that in line. But let me tell you, pregnancy cravings, I can't, I can't put them into words because when you need something, you need it. And this quarantine has been the worst thing for me. I've literally ordered Uber Eats every day of the week, whether it's like rice bowls, Jimmy John's, Subway, etc. Oh my God. I've just been craving Jimmy John's like BLT sandwiches. It's terrible. So one thing in pregnancy though, is that you, you're not supposed to be eating like raw fish, like sushi, and you're not really supposed to be eating deli meats because of the chance of, I believe it's pronounced listeria, which is a bacterial disease. Um, but for the most part, and I'll fast forward to this, I have stayed away from it, except when I do want it, I tend to heat it up so that I kind of burn off, burn off the bacteria, but you do, you kind of heat off and, you know, take away the bacteria off of the meats. But anyway, so food aversion start, all these things start. I start to actually feel pregnant. Like I remember the first day, I had morning sickness. I videoed it because I'm putting together like a little vlog. And uh, I remember crying, getting sick because it was the first thing that kind of told me and grounded me like there's something in there and you're growing it, you know, because it is one of those type of sicknesses that it's not you wake up and you feel like shit. It is a totally different level of like hormonal changes and shifts and the type of sickness you feel is not like a typical hangover sickness or anything like that. So I just remember crying just because I looked down and I was like, oh my gosh, like you're really in there. And I I know that you're in there and I'm going to take care of you and I'm going to continue to take care of you. So fast forward, um, I start doing like live workouts and stuff. And I've noticed that I start to bloat a lot during like a lot. Oh my God, the bloating, the gas, the digestive upset. It's crazy what the hormones have done to me. So at this point, I'm like thinking, I wonder if any of you guys have kind of noticed. I'm, you know, I'm trying to bring my best energy. Some days are better than others. Some days I, oh my God, I don't want to show up, but I don't want to give anyone any idea of like, oh, I'm sick today or what, you know, then they think I have fucking coronavirus. So Anyway, I keep showing up. I'm doing these live workouts. I'm like crying after these live workouts just because I'm like, I wish you guys understood how much this is taking out of me because I keep getting all these requests to like do more and do more and do more. And it's like, I am fucking pregnant. I can't do any more. Like I just remember crying and just wanting to provide so much, but physically, holy shit, it just felt like I was at a wall. So finally, 
fast forward, I'm at about week eight and a half and I go to the doctor for the first time. Um, I played the clip on last week's um, podcast episode, but I get in, they take me back and uh, x-ray tech or well, ultrasound tech, I guess, technically takes me back. And um, I was like, I have to pee. Can I go pee? She was like, no, don't pee because it actually helps us see the baby better if you have like a full bladder. So just a tip for you guys, if you go to your ultrasounds, make sure you kind of have to pee a little bit um, because it helps. And so she put the little Doppler on and put the, like the gel on. And I just, I felt like I was in like a fucking TLC episode and Wyatt actually couldn't go to the doctor's appointment with me because he wasn't allowed to because of the whole Corona thing. So obviously I go um, and I hear the heartbeat and I see this little blob and it's just in my uterus. Like there it is. It's literally this thing that just looks like a ghost, <laughs> looks like fucking Casper and it's in my belly. And I just, I start to tear up and she's like, all right, hold your breath. And I held my breath and she caught the Doppler, like caught the heart rate. And it was a 157 beats per minute and everything looked great. Um, I measured a week earlier. So like the way how big the baby was, I measured a week early. Um, but she said due to my period, like we know where you're at. So due date is November 6th. Um, doesn't mean anything wrong. Like, you know, just like I'm just measured early, not a big deal. Um, so everything went really great. And I talked to my doctor and I just explained how I was so fucking sick. And I asked like, if I, (laughs) I asked if I could still get my Botox (laughs) and the doctor I had, she was so cool. She was 23, 23 weeks pregnant herself. And she was like, literally, you can do Botox. I don't give a shit. I wish I could get my Botox right done right now. It's local. So it like, there's actually no way it could harm the baby, but most providers just physically, like they literally won't do it. She's like, I'm a doctor myself. And I like, I would do it to myself if I could, but you know, most likely you won't find a provider that will do it. So I immediately got sad. I'm like, well, I really hope I get that pregnancy glow then because (laughs) my Botox, oh my God, I'm going to miss it. So anyway, she starts talking and I kind of asked her about the whole deli meat thing. I asked her about sushi because sushi is my shit. And she basically told me, and again, you should listen to your own provider. Please do not take my advice. I'm not a doctor or anything of that sort. But she did tell me that really what you want to do the first 12 weeks is play it absolutely safe. Um, You know, you want whatever you're doing right now, workout wise or training wise, you know, take a step back, take about 50% 50% off. Um, whatever you're eating, you know, keep track of it. You know, don't, don't be a dumbass. Don't eat raw meats every day. But what she basically told me is to not get my meats or not get my sushi from like fucking 7-Eleven. You know what I mean? Like don't eat from places that aren't going to be properly executed. I don't know what the word is, but She basically just said, like, if you want sushi one night, you're going to be completely fine. Now, you have it every single night from a shitty place on the outskirts of, you know, BFE. Yeah, probably not good. That could be if infected, bacteria-driven sushi. 
But for the most part, um, she just told me to play it very easy the first 12 weeks. And after that, you know, I can, I'm going to be fine. She said, we have way too many rules in the, you know, pregnancy association. And she's like, I'm a doctor. I've done my own research. She's like, I have a turkey sandwich every day because to be honest, that's all that sounds good. And for me, I'm the same way. I just want a turkey sandwich from Jimmy John's or a BLT. So again, I have been still heating my meat, but I have had sushi once. I had a poke bowl and I had a little bit of the ahi tuna on it. And I mean, I, I felt fine after again, it's, it's prepared at a literal restaurant. So, um, anyways, that's up to week eight. So after that, she actually prescribed me this medicine called Zofran, which I picked up then from CVS. Thank God it was like $5. God bless. And she also prescribed me this other medication called Bajesta. Bitch. Bajesta called me like the representatives call me to set up my insurance and stuff. I give them my insurance information to see what like my copay would be for the, um, medication. It was going to be $500 for a, maybe was it 60 tablet, uh, hard fucking pass. So I've been taking Zofran, which if you guys are aware what Zofran is, it's basically just helping you with like nausea. They use it for different type of issues, but it does help a lot with morning sickness. So I've been taking that morning and night, but I've really been trying not to, um, because I just, it feels wrong taking medication when you're pregnant. It just like really does. But again, my OBGYN literally prescribed it to me. So, you know, they know the side effects and there are none, but it really has helped me be able to actually wake up and not get sick. So today and a few days ago, I also tried to not take it puked every fucking morning, like literally just hacking at the toilet. So I'm at the point where I'm like, you know what? I just got to make it through this first 12 to 14 weeks, which is around when your morning sickness hopefully subsides. Um, but it was, it has just been hard. Oh my God. I have been so sick. And so that's why a lot of my workouts, my live workouts, have been later in the day, like 4.30 or 5, maybe 6 p.m., because I literally cannot be up in the morning. Like, I I cannot. And so it's been hard. A lot of people are like, can you do morning workouts? I need to work out in the morning. I work. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm throwing up all morning. So sadly, I can't. <laughs> but hopefully with this medication and also me being past the first trimester, I can really um, get back into feeling better. That's typically what happens in trimester two is that you start to enter kind of like that glowy part of pregnancy. So like weight gain kind of starts to occur because your baby's legitimately growing. Um, by this point right now, my baby is the size of, let me check my app. I, I currently follow the, um, the bump app and what to expect app, just so you guys know. So right now... Oops. Right now, my my baby is the size of a plum, um, and all the critical symptoms are formed. The um, baby's brain is developing, and it actually like looks like a human now. But right now, um, hormones are starting to kind of calm down. My belly is like legitimately pregnant now. Vision changes occur. Blood sugar drops occur. I'm starting to be a little bit dehydrated, dizziness, um, headaches can also happen. And I'm also starting to see a little bit more of like discharge happening. 
just naturally. And that actually protects your vagina from infection. So I think that's really cool because again, it's just amazing how our body transforms into this just reproductive fucking powerhouse. And like, I respect that. So really cool. Um, but again, like my uterus has almost doubled over doubled in size. So during this time, um, I've just noticed that my belly has legitimately got bigger and it's crazy because I can still see my abs, but then I have like this little pooch in my lower abdomen, um, that it, it's like under my abs. So again, cause it's not necessarily fat. It's just like my stomach is literally growing. And so it's been really, really amazing. Um, I have noticed the past few weeks, my energy has just fucking plummeted. I mean, again, I've, I've kind of finally taped like tapered a little bit up into caffeine. You're supposed to stay under 200 milligrams a day. And I definitely do that. But I have noticed, um, instead of doing like literally no caffeine, I've tried to at least do a little bit just cause it does help me feel a little bit better and more energized. But in terms of like pre-workout or anything, the most I've done is like taste test the new Alani um, flavors, but I haven't actually like taken pre-workout. I, like I said, I haven't done coffee. The most I've really done are like hot cocos in the morning. I like to do hot cocoa with a little bit of coffee creamer in it. I've really enjoyed that, but that's the closest I can get to like a legit hot drink. Um, the rest I've done in quarantine when I can go to Starbucks in the drive through <laughs> I have done like the tea refreshers. I done a coconut milk, latte, like iced. I've done that. So I've had that little taste of coffee, but it's still, it just doesn't hit right anymore. So again, I'm really hoping that that comes back. Cause God damn it. I'm, I miss enjoying my coffee. Like it's sad. I want it, but I just can't. It's so weird. Um, but one really cool thing that has also happened is on Saturday, April 10th, no 11th. I actually went and got a blood test done called sneak peek testing. And I went to an actual provider who does it, which makes it a little bit more um, reliable and accurate because they actually legitimately drew a tube of my blood. You can get the sneak peek test at home, um, which what it does, I should probably tell you guys that, is that it actually tells you the gender of your baby. So based off of like your blood and what it's producing, you can tell the gender of your child before you can actually see it in anatomy scan. Right now, whether I have a boy or a girl, the ovaries are already formed and literally producing eggs and the testes are also formed and producing testosterone. So the baby clearly has a sex already. It's just the genitals are not available to obviously be seen on an ultrasound. So it's really amazing um, what we can do nowadays in, in modern medicine, but this sneak peek testing is like 99 point something percent accurate. Um, and I actually have another blood test on April the 30th where they're going to do some genetic testing, um, testing for things like Down syndrome, um, any type of abnormalities just due to blood and, you know, anything that could be of risk for a risky pregnancy. And, um, during that time, they'll also retest the gender. So what I did though, is I did it a little bit early, um, because I wanted to know the gender as soon as fucking possible, mostly because during this quarantine time, Wyatt and I have just decided, we're like, you know what? We, we just need and want that excitement. You know, we want that 
that answer of what we're going to have during this time. We just, we need that little glimmer of excitement in this quarantine time. And so we're like, you know what? We want to figure out the gender. And I think that it'd be really cute to, you know, have a video of it, of us finding out. And we got little, um, like smoke bombs and stuff. So they're, they look the same no matter the gender, but then whoever gives them to us, probably like my sister, if she's here for the weekend or something, she can peel off the sticker because on the bottom it has a sticker, whether it's blue or pink, give us the correct smoke bombs and then we can let them off and we'll be like surprised. So I am really excited for that. Um, I'm not going to tell you guys what the gender is until probably the anatomy scan, which is going to be around probably May or like the end of May or June. Um, but just because in case it were to be wrong, that would really suck. Um, plus it gives you guys something to look forward to, but at least for Wyatt and I to kind of just start getting names and, you know, fun things together and go shopping or online shopping as of now for lockdown. Um, it'll just be fun for us to know. So I just want to let you know, um, I'll kind of review that too. And again, I, I paid for the sneak peek testing. It's not sponsored or anything, but I thought it was really fun to try and I've heard of other people that have done it, but no matter what, I will also be getting a medical grade, um, blood test on April 30th to then again, reconfirm and retell me what the gender is along with just other things involved. Um, so I think one of the biggest things going forward after this first trimester, um, of just being so emotional, so sick, so shocked, so anxiety ridden, Going into second trimester, I do feel a lot more relieved, especially after seeing the ultrasound, after seeing just this little blob and hearing it and just knowing it's in there and also just really seeing my body change. Like it's, it's been just so amazing. And I think the only thing I've been really struggling with and now going into trimester two will kind of continue is just like my body changing. And I am so, so blessed to have the opportunity to carry a child. You know, there are so many people out there that, that would love to be a mom and they can't. And I, I would never, ever want to knock on this amazing experience I get to have right now. But no matter what, no matter who you are, it is still really, really, really crazy to see your body change. Um, I have been so lean for, you know, so long and I've had so much muscle for so long. And so to see my body not only lose muscle, like just because of like literal quarantine and not being at the gym, but then simultaneously, I'm literally gaining weight because I have to, it's just been really hard to see both happen because when you get a literal baby, it's not a food baby. Like it fits, it fits your life differently and it and it looks different than like you're bloated after a cheat meal. Like it's a fucking cheat meal that doesn't go away. And so I've noticed myself almost getting into this thought process of like, oh my God, I have to diet. And it, and it sounds so terrible, but it's because my whole life I've been so focused on being lean and having abs. And so it's just crazy to know that my body is going to change. Um, I also... I have not been, I've not been fucking eating good guys. Okay. I've still, like I said, and like I told you guys, I've been tracking my calories. I've really been trying to stay around, around 2,200 to 2,300 based off, you know, where my body's metabolism is, but I'm not, 
I haven't been filling that with fucking veggies and chicken, okay? I'm filling it with fucking ruffles, McDonald's fries, Mick motherfucking chickens, and mac and cheese, okay? I'm not perfect right now. And so no matter who you see, no matter how fit they are or whatever, cravings and pregnancy hits different, okay? It's okay if you're not super fit. It is 100% okay to let yourself have some grace during this time. You're you're carrying a kid. It's not an excuse to be an asshole and to totally trash your body, but having a few extra things that you usually don't, it's okay. You know, you don't need to be a Nazi during your pregnancy. Um, you do want to make sure that you're obviously fueling your body correctly and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you do want to just feel good, but having a few days where you order a fucking pizza or you order Chipotle twice in a row, you're going to be okay. And so the last thing I want you guys to think is, wow, Desiree's really got her shit together during her pregnancy. She's eating all this fruit and her, her hello fresh meals and all this shit. The hello fresh meals are eaten after I fucking smash a happy meal from McDonald's. You know what I'm saying? Like this is just a reality right now. And especially during this quarantine, I haven't had access to like really a lot of food other than Instacart, which half the time there's no fucking deliveries because Instacart is just like, you know, everyone's using it right now. But my point being is that it's crazy to see your body change and it's going to change and you guys are going to see my shit change. And I just want you to know that it's okay. And I'm going to be okay. And I'm going to bounce back and I'm going to be a hot fucking mom. And I'm going to be the MILF of the century, but I am monitoring what I'm doing. You need to, you should, it is still your health. You don't want preeclampsia. You don't want gestational diabetes. You know, you do need to take care of yourself and the baby that you're literally growing. But especially in the beginning of pregnancy, bro, you you're in for it. All right. Especially when you're sick, especially when you're fucking DJing the toilet every morning, you are going to want food that just makes you feel good. And for me, that's been a lot of McDonald's, a lot of cereal. Um, what else? Just a lot of, a lot of bread, a lot of carbs, a lot of waffles, a lot of pancakes, a lot of fucking Bob Evans pancakes. God damn, so good. Only because IHOP doesn't deliver right now on Uber Eats or DoorDash, but it, it's okay. And um, again, if I could show you guys what I'm eating right now on my stories, like when you guys are listening to this, I would, but simply because I've been hiding it, I haven't been showing a lot. And that's also why I've been kind of like off social media other than doing kind of my live workouts and, you know, uploading a few stories here and there. Um, but I've just really been trying to tackle my own shit right now. So this past weekend, um, my mom was here, she was here all week and she actually helped me paint like the whole house. So I'm really trying now I'm in like this nesting mode, like pre nesting nesting. Cause I want to get shit ready because I know that I have this energy right now that I'm not going to have soon and that I'm not going to have at the, at the end of this year. Oh my God, before Christmas and before Thanksgiving, potentially before Halloween, I'm going to have a little mini me. And so I need to get my shit rolling and rocking. So we did paint the full nursery. Um, when you guys get this, when this episode goes live, check my story today. I will uh, show you guys the nursery on my story and I'll, I'll put it in my little podcast highlight so you can see it. 
but um, we did like a really nice mint green color to keep it neutral. So when we find out the gender, we can accent it. Um, I'm thinking like maybe like some yellows in forest green for a boy. And then for a girl, do like a peach, like a peach and maybe blush or more of like just a peach color with like some gold accents and some greenery and all that. So we do have some baby names picked out too. Um, but to be very honest, um, outside of other people that just have like two followers or just their family, I have 247,000 followers and a lot of you guys like to do what I do, which I fucking love that. I ride for that. I love being your role model. But the last thing I'm going to do is have some of y'all cop my goddamn unique baby names. So sorry, not sorry. I will not be telling you guys the name until baby sugar is born. Um, but I'm so excited. I think that it's going to be really epic to again, share you guys the, 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 the journey, you know? So overall first 12 weeks, literally, if you think of what hell is, it's kind of what it felt like for the past 12 weeks. Um, but I'm hopefully, like I said, I'm hopefully coming out of it. Um, I'm hopefully able to kind of get into this, this glowy part of pregnancy and, um, (laughs) really be able to shine now. And it's funny because a lot of you guys have been messaging me even right now, you know, before you guys are knowing you've been just glowing lately. And it's like, (laughs) if only you knew what's a going on and B how much I've thrown up today, (laughs) you would just laugh. So I'm curious, you know, let me know today. Like, oops, I just dropped something. (laughs) Um, let me know today if you guys had any intuition, you know, did any of you guys like really think that I was pregnant? Are you actually like just as fucking shocked as me? Um, because I just feel like the way I've been operating my live workouts and my Instagram and stuff, I don't think I've given you guys any reason to think I'm pregnant unless you're like literally looking at my body every single week. Um, but I'm just curious. So let me know. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, I, w- I want to continue to just bring these things to you, not only to bring it to light, but to also just share this beautiful and fucking cool journey that I get to be on and get to educate you guys through um, just a different series of life. It's so amazing. I'm so honored. And I cannot wait for you guys to just see what happens. I can't wait to see what happens and just be able to be a family through this all. So if any of you guys have also like, you know, been through it or have any baby registry must haves or whatever, like, please email me, shoot me something. Um, and I would love, I would love to hear from you guys. You know, if you've done it before, please hit me up. Um, but just got the confirmation that my sister knows the gender. Um, so we find out tomorrow. Oh my God. I feel so bad. I can't tell you guys. I wish I could. Um, but can't wait to hear from you guys again. Uh, upcoming episodes going to be banging, going to continue to bring you guys the heat. Um, if you haven't already subscribe to this podcast, wherever you're at on, you know, whatever platform, Spotify or iTunes, please leave a review, leave a five-star review, leave a little mushy comment if you want, you know, love does episodes rated E for explicit, but also E for entertaining, LOL. Love you guys. (laughs) Um, Make sure if you haven't already to find me on Instagram, Desby three underscores. After that, find me on Twitter, Desby fit, hit me up here. I mean, you're already here. So yeah. (laughs) Fuck. <laughs>
question. <laughs> thanks for being here. Um, thanks for dealing with my pregnancy brain. That is only going to get fucking worse, but I hope that you guys took a little bit out of this. You know, you're never alone in your journey. And if you're someone right now who could be pregnant, is pregnant or scared to be pregnant, just know that you are fucking equipped for it. Even when you think you're not, I'm so excited to continue to come to you guys with this. So have a great day. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week at brunch.